Go. I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! What's up everybody? Hello, hello! We're back after a little short hiatus because the episode on curses we tried to record twice. Both of them did not record properly, and we figured, hey, we know we know baseball. Two strikes and you're out. <laughs> so we decided to quit while we were ahead. We're moving on. We will not be doing an episode on curses. And uh, at least at least by ourselves. Because apparently we are two cursed individuals. We need the witch here to balance that out. <clears throat> um, got a big crew tonight, Tom. <laughs> we do. We, we got a full, almost full house. Full, full enough from there. Six is four's company, six is a crowd. <clears throat> um, one more would only be five. Okay, so one more would be okay. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, six, six makes that, me that, uncomfortable. That's where, the, that's where the... Yeah, that's the cutoff. So if you're ever coming in on podcast night, you need to be... One of the first five. Two through five. Or we just fire Tom, and then you've got room for two. I don't know. Tom's, Tom's on fucking thin ice tonight. <laughs> After that ass beating that the Penguins gave the Flyers. See? I was <laughs> uh, you know, you. and... Although, Tom, uh, being respectful of uh, Mercer Mike's, actually did not talk shit while watching the game. Well, it was pretty hard to walk in the door talking shit. I got some foam. So, yes, my, Mike my just took a sip out of his beer, and he definitely cut back up with a white nose from the foam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to know that when they advertise beers being toasted marshmallow. There you go. There's marshmallow in there. <laughs> um, so we have, once again, because everybody loved her, we have the witch back. Hello, hello. And because everybody thought he, this guy was the funniest guy this side of the Mississippi, we brought Kurt back. There I am. After Kurt hustled, uh, hustled us in pool, and now my kids can't get lunch at school next week. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. When he goes, now how do you play this game? And I said, oh, Kurt, let's play for some money. And the next thing you know, three breaks <coughs> in a row, the eight ball goes in. Um, you know, I come walking back in from smoking a cigarette to Mike taking a shirt off. I said, God damn, how much did you lose? Everything. I'm like Jeffrey Chaucer from uh, A Knight's Tale. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Nobody? I love that movie, and I know what you're talking about. He's walking naked down the, the road naked. And he tells them that he got mugged, but really it's because he is a poor gambler. Fuck off, Tom. You should have at least pretended like it was funny. Kind of like I do with your dad jokes. <laughs> This is a man who has booed 97% of them. 
Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> so, listen, you got an idea. Um, want to come on the show. Want to give us a suggestion for a drink, because we did get one of those. Ooh. I'll come back to it. It wasn't happening today because it's $50 a bottle. So we'll have it next week. Um, send us an email at... MikeHasADrink at gmail.com. That's right, Jane. And uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. At uh, MikeHasADrink. And on TikTok. At, also at MikeHasADrink. That's right. Which, um, Tom, for the second week in a row... Broke out the OG shirt. Wow. I'm starting to see a pattern. Like, you get you get to, like, Friday, and that's, like, the only shirt you have left. Time. Right. It's Audrey Day, it's man. Audrey Day. Yeah. Hey, you know, I've realized that if you do not have more clothes that can fit in your hamper, laundry takes a lot quicker. I mean, that's probably fair, man. Wait, 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 though. So you're doing it more often, though. Yeah, you all, yeah. So but, you're spending more yeah. soap and more water and more. Well, well no, time be, and, yeah, but then you also don't have clothes sitting there for seven to ten business days waiting on you to fold them and put them away. Now I feel like you're fucking judging me. <laughs> you're fucking out of here. <laughs> Off, gone. See you later. Sayonara. Hey, send your resume to Mike has a drink at gmail.com, Jane. Uh, yeah, and just in there include how you're gonna not. Attack Mike all the time, and you have a good shot. Um, I thought he was joking about folding. No, no, my my leather recliner is still currently. Actually, covered. I didn't even uh, think about that. Just... But in my defense, when when Shaggy and the IT guy throw their laundry down, these fuckers must have way too many pairs of clothes. See, that's what I'm saying. Because when they throw that shit down, like you, <coughs> it piles up right there at the bottom of the steps. And I've got to run five loads before I can even try to go up the steps. And even then, I'm like fucking shooting like a grappling hook up into the ceiling and pulling. I've seen it, Batman up. style. I've seen it. It's <laughs> okay. Um, if you get him drunk enough, he'll do a backflip on the way up while repelling. It's it's mm, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have to stop now because I cracked well, I cracked the drywall. In all fairness, I don't think the first backflip was on purpose. No, I think my <laughs> foot got stuck. So. As I said before we got on, we need to cut down on the all the crazy shenanigans, shenanigans in the beginning. So we're going to do that. But I, 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 got, I have two emails that have come in. I want to acknowledge them. Now, we're not going to acknowledge them by name. But one of our listeners wrote us and said that... Very he, touching. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great email. But he said that he, enjoy, he or she said that... They enjoyed listening to us because <laughs> while we're not licensed therapists, we've definitely made some bad decisions in life. <laughs> and we talk about, you know, just kind of real, like this is this is how we deal with things, or this <laughs> is how we got through stuff. So um, if you're ever if you're ever feeling like you just have too much weight pressing on you, dude. Whoever you are, dude, do that. Surfer, chick, cheerleader, mean girl, whatever you are, reach out, man. Send us an email. It's definitely a person that gets it. Um, and, you know, we can go back and forth on that, and that needs to only 
be what happens. Right. So, um, so that one, that one was, I was pretty proud. I was like, all right, maybe, maybe we aren't total fuck ups. We're only fuck ups 96.4% of the time. Right. That, that, that tugged on the old, uh, yeah, the old yeah. harsh strings there. So, um, and there's been a, they, a couple people now have requested that we've talked about, talk about some like mental health shit that we've dealt with. <laughs> so we will do that, but I feel like we have to have a professional along with us for that episode for them to say, yeah, no, nope, no, <laughs> that is not how you handle nope, that. Do not listen to these idiots. Here's yeah. what you do. The exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah, your life will be better if you listen to what they did and go 90 degrees in the other direction. <laughs> Trust me. So, that was one. And then Old Trouble came back. Uh-huh. With a great email again. Her email, I feel bad. Trouble writes these books, right? <laughs> and I write back like three sentences because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be here till freaking next, next July. If I answer every single question. But that's all right. I appreciate you. Um, but the big thing was, why are you having the witch back on? Trouble. We get it. We get it. If it wasn't for the witch, you wouldn't be listening. We get it. All right? So I'm answering that first paragraph right there. <laughs> Don't you mean first three emails? I mean... Um, no, no. I, I know, it. I know. And, I then, know. and then I already answered... Paragraph two, when you asked where the last podcast episode was. <laughs> Paragraph three, Trouble asked if, sent us a request to try a specific whiskey. Uh-huh. Um, I'd already done my shopping for this week's episode, Trouble, so I apologize. But next week, <laughs> and I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. Oh, that's just dirty. Uh, that's how I roll, man. Um, but we will have it next Friday. So hopefully that still gives you enough time if we give it um, four thumbs up or uh, or three balls up. That's that's really the best, <laughs> that's the best rating you can get from us. That's um, right. If if you get the three balls on the table, it's it's a purchase must buy. Um, and the lowest rating is. Tom's one one <coughs> jar that's sitting in the mason jar of formaldehyde. That's a do not recommend. Actually, it got cut in a little. Well, slices of it got. Uh, and then it probably got served to like the hospital animals on little sandwiches. Like yeah, thrown to the birds. No, they would get a little piece of bread, like a little breadstick, and slice off two pieces. Put one on there. Right, and then take off and the then, slide. And then take a little good. bit of lettuce, a real, real tiny piece, and a little dribble of the special sauce. Put it on the conveyor belt into the mouse hole, man. I'm pretty sure you actually just described corporate America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in all honesty, let's be honest, let's be honest, shout out, uh, to, our best, shout out to our best friend, um... Oh, who finally got to move? Yeah, finally, <laughs> after her fucking dream trip to Iceland. <coughs> I, I really never wanted to go there, but it, and it was kind of weird. Someone that I went to high school with and our BFF happened to be 
just randomly be in Iceland at the same time. So there must be something going on during the month of October in Iceland. I don't know what. Well, I, I, it's not like a rhetorical or even a real question. I, I, I don't know. If you, if, if you know, please send us an email. Um, at mikehasadrink yeah. at gmail.com. But, so, I think that was it. There was those two things. All right, so, all right. Before we introduce this dude, I feel like we need to lay some groundwork, all right? So we've all been young and drunk, or in my case, old and drunk. Just drunk. <laughs> and, and... You're Canadian. Aren't you Canadians born drunk? Well, no, we're not born drunk, but we don't drink milk up there. It definitely got, you know, alcohol in the blood yeah, system when you're born drunk. Beer on the cereal? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been like a freaking normal Tuesday for me. Yeah. Putting beer on my Cheerios. Um, you know, we grew. We definitely grew up with you know the nipple put not on the baby bottle, but on the molten bottle. That's how we grew up out there. Explains why we look so young. Yeah, for our age, I can see it. Thanks, witch. Um, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take that on face value and not sarcastic value. Um, I I mean I look pretty good for sixty. Well, see, I would have guessed you weren't a day over 43. See? It works. How can you argue with that? There's that Canadian math again, folks. That's right. So, Tom. So, Mike. Think about... What? You never heard that song? I don't know what you said. I just heard... B-W-E-W-R-U-N-B-R-U-N. It's a Ronnie Carrington song. Yeah. All we need is a 10 and a 5 with a car and a key and a silver driver. B-W-W-R-U-N-B-R-U-N. Her? Nope. All right. Anywho. You tortured my... I, if, I, if I had a guess who sang that, yes, I would did. say it was Garth Brooks. Ronnie Carrington. See? I'm terrible at this. Um, <laughs> you ain't missing much. All right, Tom. Actually, he's hilarious. So. Tell, me, tell me about a time when you were drunk and you did something stupid. I know that there's there's a lot. Of <laughs> um, I want you to look think think real quick, and you two you two as well. Well, drink responsibly as a twenty one year old Tom. By you, the way, you may may want to think about a great story when he was drunk, because I'm not sure you have ever been there. Oh yes. Oh, Becky has been uh, more. T- Shut up, Thomas. You don't you don't call her Becky. That's fair. You refer to her tell as, about each other. You refer to her as the witch. Maybe we should yeah, tell that's about good. each other. That's Tom. good. But uh, see now you always make me do it. <laughs> witch, give me your best drunk Tom story. Okay, um well I have I have a personal favorite. Um and so my personal favorite is, is I get this phone call from Tom. And he's out somewhere and he's drunk and he's Drunk but responsible and goes, hey, Beck, I need a ride home. And I'm like, okay, wow. no problem, bro. Good for you. I got you. He's like, but before we go home, I need a ride out to Andy's. And I'm like, oh, okay, well. Tom has, looking at Tom, he has no idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, this story just started out like 
a few, and now I don't, yeah. I was like, all right, well, where are you at, and where's Andy's? And so he proceeds to tell me, and I was like, sweet, so we got to go through Hogback to get to Andy's from where you're at. And he's like, I hear it, I hear it. He wasn't prepared for that. And I'm like, yes, spooky and drunk Tom, because you can talk drunk Tom into almost anything. Good, good. Uh, fair. <coughs> so I pick him up in the depths of Hermitage, Feral, I don't know what he was doing over there, don't care. He gets in the car, and I'm like, ready for the zoom zoom? <coughs> He's like, you're in a mood. I was like, yes, and we must go fast. So he buckles up, because <laughs> he's now scared. And we're zooming down the road. And I missed the turn for Hogback. And he's like, Becky, you missed the boulder. And I was like, no, no, it's the one after the boulder. We crank it down the road, down the hill, and I catch air, like, just a little air over the bridge. Woof. I was like, okay, get out. And he's like, what am I doing? I was like, you're going to challenge the ghost to make oh, out with you. Hold on. Still no idea? <laughs> All right. Not Tom, a Tom still has no idea. <laughs> All right. Tom is... Holy fuck, Tom. I, I thought this I, was going to be the deer were, story. This was no. more... <laughs> this is you made out with a deer? No. Freaking sicko. <laughs> No, no, this beats the deer story, and, and I keep this one in my back pocket, because you tell the deer story. Um, but, so, I, I told him, I challenge you to call a ghost to come make out with you, because apparently, like, new information was this was a gay makeout place, and a couple of gay people had been hung there back in the day. And he's drunk, he doesn't care, he's like, sure, I'll make out with anybody, living or dead, whatever. <laughs> So Tom's standing there shouting at the top no, of We've his all been there, Tom. It's okay. No judgment. He's drunk, shouting at the top of his drunk lungs that, Hey, ghosts, come here, because I want to make out with you. Let's do the kissy stuff. I want to love you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, apparently we did not know that there were other people present. Like, I didn't see them. There was no car. There was no bikes. There was nothing. I mean, I think I asked the first guy who come up and around looking at me like I was fucking retard or fucking, um, some dumb drunk kid, which I was. I remember looking at him going, dude, are you the ghost I'm supposed to kiss? Yes. And it was hilarious. And this dirty redneck, pardon my language, but was like all in his camo with his little night vision goggles, came creeping out from the creek underneath <coughs> and like was not expecting a drunk boy asking if they were supposed to make out. I, I mean, I'd be upset too. You've now interrupted. Those poor guys were out night fishing. <laughs> the water wasn't deep enough to fish, not really. They I had their they goggles were... on and they were going to shoot fish with their ARs. Actually, I think they were playing um, paintball. Oh. I, I think, I don't know, but it was hilarious because the first guy's like, no. I hope so because they definitely had weapons on them. And... <laughs> the first guy's like, no, oh and he tries to like pass Tom off to like the next guy in line, and the next guy's like, no, no, hold, hold on, hold on, and they call up the, like another one from underneath the bridge, and this guy comes up, and he's like, what? And Tom's like, are you the ghost I'm supposed to kiss? <laughs> and the guy goes, well, maybe. I don't know. What's your name? <laughs> Yeah, Becky was like, I can't, I can't fucking do it anymore. I can't do it. I was like, Tom, get in the car. I died. It was hilarious. It was the best thing. So, drunk Tom is a hoot. No, the deer story, though. 
Again, I call Becky because I'm a little too inebriated. Actually, I think I was at Andy's house to have you come pick me up there because we came back through the hollow. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, um, flying down the road. And, of course, for some reason, I already have my shirt off. Like, I had my shirt off when she picked me up. I think it actually got ripped off me at the party because, you know, that we all used to be dumb and be Trump very... Tom got naked a lot. Let's yes. be real with it. Thank God he's past that stage. <laughs> for you guys, at least. Um, right? but, yeah, for uh, my ego. <laughs> Go ahead, dear. Right. So we're going down the road, and Becky's like, hold on, and slams on the brake. Look up, and there's a fucking deer just standing in the middle of the road, staring at us, chew, like chewing. Like, look at us, like, we got an issue. Score Copenhagen. Uh, I think it was I, actually I, Red Man. Yeah, I was gonna say deers. Deer, they don't. They don't use that can shit, man. They, no, they got they the pouch right off. Yeah. <laughs> it was Red Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I knew that Becky's vehicle defense kit was tucked in between her seat and the center console. So I reach up, pulling out this 15 inch buck knife. <laughs> Look at her, Danny. I go. I got this. Put the blade in between my teeth, jump out and start chasing this deer, which, of course, it runs through the fucking field. So I dip off, running through the fucking woods. I'm sitting in the car going, Tom! Tom! Listen. And he's left me at this you, point. You should have known that whenever you pick up Tom, you bring a shot collar. <laughs> <laughs> so that whenever he steps out of range... I need a pen so I can write that down. Don't tell him. Don't give him the warning. Just fucking hit him. Because if not, you're going to find him eight miles down the road coming out of a swamp with a freaking salmon in his mouth. He came back. He came back after like 15 minutes of me sitting there in the middle of the road with the door open because I couldn't like... Bloody as shit. I kept falling. Fucking slicing myself up on branches and shit. Probably, you're probably lucky you didn't like fucking kill myself. Give oh yeah, a little smiley face. Yeah, give myself the old Glasgow grin. I'm happy we didn't have to go to the ER over <laughs> that. I really am. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I fell once and then was like, "Ooh, that's dumb." Mm. All right, now put the knife in my hand and start sprinting again. You know, because that's much safer. So I have lots of fun. Dumb memories of Todd being drunk. They're all fun. I don't really, I don't really have any good drunk Kurt stories. The only drunk Kurt story that I have is that he, we were all drinking. We had a fire. Kurt mm-hmm. came up, drank a whole fucking case of uh, shock top. I think. Oh, oh! Remember that? <laughs> and Tom was like, "All right, it's getting late. I'm going home." I said, "Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm hanging out." And then I go to say something to Kurt, and he's sleeping <laughs> in my driveway. In your driveway. So I, so, so we both try and wait. Come on, hey, I'll give you a ride home if you want. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm just hanging out. I'm enjoying the fire. We're like, okay. <laughs> so Tom's like, I'm out of here. What are you gonna do with Kurt? And I sit out. I'm sorry, I'm gonna hang out. I sit out here, have the fire a little bit, and well, after about like 20 minutes of. Being alone with my scary thoughts, I thought, all right, I'm going to try to work Kurt up again. I shook him. Kurt, man, I'm going to bed. All right. I said, you need help getting home? 
Nah, dude, I'm 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 enjoying the fire. All right. So I went back into the porch. Grabbed, now, now, Mike tells me, okay, that you were just getting it. What I was gonna I say. Went back in, grabbed like three pieces of wood, threw it in the fire pit, and then I could, with a clear conscience, go to bed. Kurt got to enjoy the fire. Kurt had his own private fire, um, and then all I know is when. The kids got up to go. When Alex got up to go wherever he was going in the morning, Kurt had made it home. Thank God you walked that night. Yeah. Yeah, it was wow. kind of strange. I woke up to like birds chirping like first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. It's like daylight. I'm like, mm-hmm. where am I at? And I realized where I was at. I've, uh, then I was like, where's my truck? Like, Wait a minute, I walked here. Cool. I, there, there have been a few times in my life I've woken up and said the exact same sentence. Kurt, the fuck is my truck? Wow. I don't think I've ever been that level of drunk that I don't remember. Well, I used to also have asshole buddies who would cheat uh, at whatever games we were playing. Like, they would all cheat with each other to each everybody make me drink. Like, Becky'd win a hand, Tom had to drink. You'd win a hand, Tom had to drink. Mike would win a hand, Tom would have to drink. But in reality, I'm sitting over here too blasted to realize that you guys are blatantly, openly handing cards back and forth to each other type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I never hey, drove those nights. Listen, you know. But. Listen, I'm learning a lot about the witch. <laughs> no, she wasn't one of those people. The Unless witch, we're the no. witch, the witch cheats no. at drinking games. No, see, the, do not ever do have not. the witch make you a mixed drink. <laughs> oh, uh, do you have this much? Wi- no wonder she couldn't taste the fucking apple cider yeah. with it. Yeah, she puts this much yeah. goddamn whiskey in the cup. Yeah, she brought us. A, she brought <clears throat> us. We're about to crack it here soon. <laughs> But she goes. She brought us a banned substance. Wait, wait. She bought it. Yeah, this substance is no longer is is technically not ever supposed to be on this podcast again. I didn't know but, that. Yeah, no, no, that's you brought it, so we're gonna drink it. Um, I'm just not responsible for my dog later. At least it's not snowing tonight. But um, but you felt she goes slow motion uh, too. I I don't want to relive it, man. Every time I lift my head above my or my arm above my head, it pops and cracks. So, um, <coughs> she goes, yeah, I was making this drink, but it, it just wasn't right. And we said, oh, all right, well, what were you making? And she told us, and we were like, oh, yeah, maybe that would kind of be weird. But now, we, now I know. Wait, wait, to be fair. If you pour this much apple cider in a cup, you know, like an inch, and then you put six inches of this stuff on, you're not going to taste the apple cider. To be fair, he used to ask me to make his drinks heavy. He just didn't realize heavy meant this much liquor and this much soda pop. Like, we, we needed to work on our definitions. I had no idea what he was talking about. And he always told me, I want to be fucked up. Yeah. So I was helping him get fucked up. I want to escape from life a little bit. That's fair. Like, so you I get what you have, request. I said parties here, right? It's been a while since I had one. I might have one here soon. Maybe Christmas. You need to. Um, we need to have a but, Mike has a drink party. But the one guy the one guy that used to come all the time would only drink Captain Morgan's. Right. That's all I drink. Captain Morgan. If I, I want rum and coke, ask me Captain Morgan. Well, eventually I just kind of got fucking tired of supplying him with Captain Morgan's every party. So I would go buy Calico Jack put it in the Captain and put it in the Captain Morgan bottle. It tastes the same. It seemed to work for him. 
um, until the one night he fucking drank so much that like I was. Can like, you refill this like, Captain Morgan? Yes. I was like, I was like, shit. Like, I need to pour more Calico Jack in here quick, or I'm gonna have to like really give this guy Captain Morgan's. And he caught me. Oh no. But it worked out. I never invited him back. So. So what's your dumb drunk story? I have a couple. Um, high school. My dumb drunk story is. We were all hanging out of my house. My parents were away. My parent, I, my parents made some bad decisions, man. <laughs> Let's just leave Mike home. What's the worst that can happen? Now they've heard the stories and they're like, "Holy shit!" Why did we leave you home alone? You know, my mom. How are you not in jail? Thing. My parents are like, "How are you not in jail?" <laughs> so we're all drinking the one night. My and I grew up. My dad had this beautiful. He still has this beautiful bar, right? Fully stocked. Oh, I've heard this there's story. Got, there's got to be a hundred bottles of liquor like on his shelves, right? And then you slide the you slide the top sections of the bar open, and now it's not full, but it used to be filled with the backup liquor to replace because they used to go to St. Thomas a lot and hit the duty free stores okay. and bring stuff in like disgustingly cheap. But anyways, so they went away one weekend. And some of my friends were like, dude, your parents were you having a party. No, I'm not having a party. Not not having a party. You know, my little brother's here, no party. Oh, all right, well, would it be okay just if, like, a couple of us came down and hung out? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that'll work. And for, for once, they listened. Okay. Okay? So there's only about six of us. Well, three of the guys that were there were at the kitchen table, and they start playing Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> And I'm like, what is this? And they're like, Stubbies and Dragons. And I said, oh, how do you play? We need to make a guy. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they're doing their thing, and like, I'm making my guy. And uh, we're drinking um, Seagram's whiskey. Number so, seven. Number seven. <laughs> the gallon, or the half gallon bottle. Right. We're sitting there, we're drinking, we're doing shots. They're doing their thing, and... Every time there was someone else's turn, everybody would do a shot. That was probably my rule, to be honest. Anytime, any, every, every, any, if you play Dungeons and Dragons, it just goes right down the line. Like, it's his turn, it's his turn, it's his turn. So this guy'd be like, why well, do this? And I'm like, everybody take a shot, right? So, oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking destroyed, right? <laughs> so now, now I sit down and I start playing. And they're like, all right, you guys are in this tunnel. What do you do? And I'm like, I'm looking for a fucking secret passage. And they're like, roll. And he goes, well, roll and see if you find something. So I rolled. And he goes, you didn't find one. And I was like, the fuck I didn't. I heard this. Out of my house I went. The neighbor of the tunnel. Went over to my neighbor's <laughs> house who was the chief of police. the <laughs> 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 And I pulled eight of his brand new... Arbolitis. No, they're like yeah. pine tree things. But look, oh, yeah, I don't know whatever they were. Some shrub. It didn't matter. They never made it to the, to the freaking Christmas decorating stage. Pulled them all fucking out. Eight of them. Oh, Jesus. And was like, fuck. All right. No secret passage. I guess here. I didn't find yeah. one. <laughs> and went back in the house. And then the next morning, I woke up to him knocking on my door going, you owe me eight trees or I'm going to have a talk with your father. 
accurate. No worries. Called my cousin up who his dad owned a landscaping company and said, dude, I got a story for you, but how quick can you get me eight trees? Like my dad's going to be back in town at like two o'clock this afternoon. I'll be right over. All right. So that that's, that's, well, I mean, I got a couple other ones, but we're not going to go there. Because I've, I've escaped prosecution from the there's, law. Um, there's, a, there's a few I feel I cannot tell mm-hmm. about Becky. i <laughs> um, murder you. And then probably... Yeah. In the backyard with an exotic plant of your endangered... Like a deer. Yeah, yeah. listen. Listen, that, I was about to bring that up. We're way fucking off task. But we're good. Because this is... We'll, we'll be able to sum this particular episode in about 30 minutes. But... um. We're playing pool, right? And out of nowhere, the witch goes, So, you know... I was kind of Canadian, I'm sorry. So, did you guys know if you put two pool balls in a sock, <laughs> it makes a hell of a weapon? I was like, uh... Why are you taking off your shoe right now? I was having some violent tendencies. I don't know what to tell you. And then she, and then she told us how to hide a body, and we're not going to bring it up on air. No. Because that'll come back to haunt one of us. All of us. But she, she. Uh, let's just say she. I, I won't be surprised if somebody that she knows turns up missing. Sorry, Tom. I really didn't mean to look at you there. Um. I know everybody. Just remember that. <laughs> um, and they're never heard from again and never found. Based on based on her plan, you're gone, man. Gone. So Z. Plan Z. Yeah, that's true. Well, I was uh, Tom. He had his ears plugged for the one. Th- time. Yeah, I did. To- I, 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 I didn't want to hear the other one. <laughs> Plausible deniability is the word. So. But now you're admitting that, you know... I heard the one. <laughs> but I feel like I could tell whoever was looking into that, that plan, and it wouldn't help them. So oh. I wouldn't get cursed <laughs> for that. Um, my, my other story is we went on a road trip. Can we? Oh, sorry. Well, hold on. Tom, Tom's out of beer, so we're going to have to crack open. <sighs> the Evil Lady Black Velvet Toasted Caramel. Oh, do we have stones? Do we have cold stones? Uh, we're using little cups. We don't have Kurt, you having any of this? No. Not being brave? I bought this one. This stuff one was sale one time at the liquor store. I thought I was getting away with... Uh... A bargain shopper toasted toasted oh, caramel, no. and the first shot I took of it did one of them. Hey, do you like do you like scotch? I don't know if I've ever drank it. You can oh, try that. You can have this. Is it that bad? No, um, hey, it's not bottom shelf. It's one one away from being on the top shelf. Yeah, it's second. Oh. It's second shelf. It's um, it's definitely sipping scotch though. It's not. I'll give you a little gulping. You're gonna have the little kid glass. 
So this is like a sipper. This isn't a shooter. No, this is on the rocks. But it doesn't. Well, again, we were using actually rocks instead of ice. Which may have something to do yep. with it. Yep. <laughs> yep. What is that? Kurt took a sniff and was like, oh my God, this is causing me flashbacks to high school football when I have a concussion. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I would imagine it's smelling salts taste better now. Ooh. That's that's pretty pretty ballsy claim. No, it's not. I've had it. Well, yeah, so <laughs> but so um one of, one of my fraternity brothers, his name is Slater. And you know, when I was joining the fraternity, I didn't have the, the, the wonderful filter that I have now. What and is he, that? Kurt hasn't even gotten it off the bar yet. No, he picked it up, but he put it right back All right. down. Alright. It's like paint thinner. <laughs> hey, it's not it's freaking middle of the road, brother. <sighs> Listen, this stuff was aged. Ten years. That's about a few miles off the western coast of Scotland. You'll find our tiny little island. Remember, people, he wanted to cut out the unnecessary chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fuck you. <laughs> Why are you even talking? You've already been kicked off the podcast. Ooh. Damn. Twice. <laughs> Let's go for fucking three times now. Seriously, let me if I can test, touch that. Isn't that terrible? Smell that. Smell, yeah, it's bad. I, Kurt, you I was highly disappointed with how much I paid for that fucking bottle. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drink that I one. I mean, I got like a gag reflex going from the set. All right, we'll just not let you have it. I mean... It. Try it. Sure, why not? There you go. Sip it. Don't chug it. Don't drink that. Don't anything. drink that whole little either. kid's glass. It's be- oh, That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm like gagging watching this. Okay, I was fine till it burned afterwards. Oh, why does it burn? Because it's made out of paint thinner and battery acid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's why nobody buys scotch that comes from a little island off of the coast of Scotland. The real hey. shit's oh. made on hey. a big island. Hey, it's got a fancy container and it wasn't bottom <laughs> shelf. I thought I was doing good. Yeah. Oof. Anywho. Um, I heard there's a couple sc- I mean, I don't know the... I don't... This, this has made me not be a scotch drinker. I'm telling you right now. If all scotch tastes like this, is this what I'm out? Did you get the Brita yet? Oh, I might it's be even improving. So, Ooh. this Ugh. is my one fraternity brother Slater. Dear Jesus. So, all right, give me this. No, what are you doing? Not all right, Tom. Tom is gonna take this. Uh, You're not gonna shoot it, are you? Oh, oh, oh you Jesus! Have to. <sighs> if you get bad ones, you must make them. Here's a bag if you need to puke. <laughs> Ooh, oh. oh, oh, that! Oh, oh the burp is worse. Yeah. Oh, the burp is worse. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, what the fuck is that? We're, we're not sure if Tom's gonna make it. He may take himself off the podcast. <laughs> oh, that was horrible, and you chucked it. Oh, jeez. Oh, buddy. So, <laughs> Slater says to me, "What are you doing this weekend? Nothing." He goes, "Oh, all right." Ooh. Your truck's still up here, right? And I said, yeah, man. 
All right. I'll get back to you in like 20 minutes. Okay. Come on over. All right. Come over. We're hanging out. We're drinking. After I get a, get like half a bottle of Jägermeister in. I don't know how you did it. He goes, want a road trip? I said, fuck yeah, let's road trip. Where are we going? Goes, See, that's, Be- that's the underhanded dirty shit Becky would do mm-hmm. to me too. She'd get me half hammered. She'd be like, hey, yeah. let's go on an adventure. And I'm like, so, okay. So we go on a road trip. Uh-huh. We end up in Niagara Falls. <laughs> New York or Canada? No, Canada. There you go. But you could get passed with driver's license back then. Right. Um, yeah, that was a similar story. You you want to talk about waking up and not knowing where the fuck you are? <laughs> I knew I knew when I went to bed I was in Niagara Falls. That wasn't really the problem. But the problem was we went to this one dance club, and I talked the bartender into selling me two bottles that they had made kamikazes in that they were going around. Pouring in people's mouths. Wow. So I was like, how much for them? No, they told me whatever. So, oh yeah, hell yeah. We're in Canada. This is fucking Monopoly money. Back then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Back back in the day when I was young and we walked uphill both ways. And um <laughs> Hey, I, I actually did because my house was on the bottom of this hill and the school was on the bottom on the other side. Yeah. So I had to walk up into school and then up the other side home. Yeah, I'm not even going to discuss that because that blows my mind. But anyways... It does. So, apparently, I was walking around this bar fucking just pouring this shit in my mouth and in everybody else's mouth and I bought six bottles by the end of the night. I woke up I was sitting on the fucking steps in the swimming pool from the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Was like... Well, I have never been that bad. Mike starts to open an eye. Did I piss myself? Oh, Oh. damn it. Sharky, you pissed in my bed again instead of the bathroom. Sorry, Sharky. This is coming out. Uh Uh-oh. I apologize. I used to have to put a bicycle lock on my closet... At college, because the first year we went to school, Sharky didn't drink, which was great for me because he was my DD, and I'd hand him the keys of my Jeep. Well, now at that point it was the Jimmy still, and say you're in charge. So we'd go out and get fucking destroyed. He'd drive us home. Great. Second year, first semester, Sharky doesn't drink. I get a call over Christmas break because he lives in the front end of my neighborhood. Dude, you need to come over here right now. I'm fucking drinking bush light. You need to come and have a couple. And I'm like, oh, put one of your brothers on the phone. <laughs> His brother gets on. I said, dude, how fucked up is he? Oh, it's bad. I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. When you hear one of your yeah. buddies is fucked up, fucked up. Oh, this... Has potential to be yeah. hilarious. This, this has to be, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he fucking destroyed. So, our story shifted at that point to, you know, Dupus and Sharky were so fucked up that they did from him telling the story. And uh, 
Oh, it was a sad day because I lost my DD. But then I came up with the idea that the pledges should be responsible. There you go. So, I mean, it might have been my greatest creation ever. All right, so, I mean, the whole reason, like, we're talking about this shit is... Tom and I watched a show last week on Apple TV. Uh, Apple, if you're listening, we are looking for spon- a new sponsor. Um, called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Okay? And it basically goes like this. I'll let you get to his name. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to say his name. But the growing up in New York. Inwood. Inwood? Inwood? Yeah, Inwood. Inwood. (coughs) And it's when the Vietnam War is now ramped up. Okay. The hero of our story served in the beginning of Vietnam, but he was only ever like on a ship. Um, and no, he was stationed in Japan. I found in my research, he actually was stationed because uh, I went to a website um, that was movie versus history. Right. What was real? What wasn't? And um, he was stationed. He was stationed. Oh, where? Japan for a very short time, okay. but he was stationed in Japan. So he was a marine. And then eventually becomes like one of those merchant marines. Um, but at this point, he's home. He survived. Does not have the PTSD that these other fellows come home with, right? Yeah, he never saw. Yeah. So they're sitting in a local bar one day. And they're talking about people are protesting the Vietnam War and the old bartender served in World War II. Colonel, he was like back back in my day when we came home, we were heroes. You know, now these guys are coming back and they're being vi- villainized, or you know, um, <coughs> which, in in all fairness, there were quite a few, yeah, villainous. Well, like, you know, yeah. That we can't. We're not going to touch on that because that's a whole other subject. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So they're all, him and his three bodies are sitting at the bar drinking. And the colonel says, you know, when I was when I was in Europe during World War II, we would all sit around and dream about sitting back at the bar with our friends and having a beer. So our hero says Well he goes, if I had it my way, I would go and give each of these boys a beer myself. Mm-hmm. And then our subject goes, well, I can do that. I'll do it. <laughs> so, our hero was born in 1941. I couldn't find an exact date. I don't have a date either. I just have the year. <laughs> yep. Um, he was born in 41. Like I said, he was a Marine a merchant seaman, and then eventually becomes a trade unionist. All right? Uh-oh. I'm frozen. Come on, computer. So, while Mike's frozen, I'm going to go ahead and jump right to the fellow's name while you're trying to unfreeze. That's fine. We are talking about the one, the only, 
the fucking legend himself, John Chicky Donahue, who pulled off the greatest beer run in American history. He, Which goes back to what I was saying about like when you're drunk and you have a great adventure or you commit to something, right? Mm-hmm. I've had those nights too where like I've committed to like a vacation and then the next night I'm getting, the next day I'm getting calls about like, all right, so, you know, we booked this place in Mexico. Do you remember? And, you know, you, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> so they're all they were drinking when that happened, and he decided, "I'm gonna fucking do it." Which I early, in, yeah, good. So it takes on a life of its own, right? Because now it's getting out to all the neighborhood. <laughs> because he was like, "That'd be how legendary would it be?" If the boys from the neighborhood see a friendly face, I'm resetting. Um, um, while, while Mike's doing that, I'm going to go with a little offshoot that's on topic. Now, before Mike and I had watched this movie together, I had heard the name Chicky mentioned by my father, who's a Vietnam vet. And... He, it was actually when two guys that, you know, I've only met three times in my life, but grew up calling them uncle because they were in my dad's platoon. Three times I've met these guys in my life. And they're all sitting there all talking about Chicky the one day. And I was like, "Who? who's Chicky? Was he in your unit? Oh, no. Never met him. Like, Who is he? Oh! And then Uncle Crash <coughs> was... He said, um, he's like, oh, he fucking brought beer to Vietnam, or to U.S. soldiers in Vietnam. And I was like, okay, was he a soldier? No, he was a civilian. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, why, <laughs> why the hell would anybody willingly go over there during that period in time? I think I'd like to go visit it now. Head of the prostitutes. We gotta be... Maybe, maybe they'll love me for who Mike, I am. Mike, Mike... I will, I will go visit <laughs> Vietnam with you. If, Not you. The if, going there. If you lie to everybody and tell them I'm Canadian as well, because being an American in Vietnam is a terrible idea. I feel like it doesn't matter anymore. Being American anywhere is kind of a terrible idea. When I went to Sri Lanka, they told me to tell everybody I was from Canada because I wouldn't get kidnapped that way. Yeah, because they think everybody from America is rich. Mm-hmm. So, he actually... Um, so he goes and he gets a bu- buys a bunch of paps and schlitzes. Mm. Uh, stuffs them in the um, oh, what the hell was the name of the bar? Don Doc Doc Fiddlers in a Doc Fiddlers duffel bag. Uh, unfortunately, now th- this isn't shown in the movie, but unfortunately, he happened to drink all sixty-two of them on the way yeah. to Vietnam. Yeah. Well, he was on the boat for four months. No, 31 days. The boat trip was 31 days, and then uh, four months. I mean, according to my math, 31 31 days is longer than one month, so might as well make it four. All right, all right, all right. I can dig it. Talking a leap year. If it was a leap year. Right, right. Leap beer. Four months. 
Elite beer. Elite beer, yeah. <laughs> so, so um, he originally uh, planned to visit six soldiers right. from the neighborhood. However, the one, unfortunately, uh, Richie Reynolds. He, well, he went missing initially, right? Yeah, but then he was labeled KIA before yeah. Chickie left. Yeah. Um, and the sixth one, who was, who was not named in the article I was reading, was sent home actually like. They crossed. Like basically they could have waved at each other from their boats because he caught malaria and was sent home. So once he found that out and realized he was out of beer, well, he says, but in an interview, quote, I knew where to go, go to the officer's clubs, and I just refurbished the stash. It's smart, because you go in there and tell them what you're doing. They all think it's the greatest thing in the world. Right. Um, yeah, and, 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 I, and I don't know how accurate the movie is to reality. Cause quite I, I didn't quite a lot. One, but I got the impression it was... Fairly close. Quite a lot. Um, uh, there is one major thing, though, that I'll, I'll when, get to. When, when he gets off the ship, right, he has to tell this big story about how he's going to find his stepbrother um, right. to let them know. And the, guy, the captain goes, oh, is your stepbrother? Fuck that. You're not leaving this boat. And he goes, well, no. Like, yeah, he's my stepbrother. We have the same mom. My dad died when I was very young. Remarried. So I grew up in the same house. We're, we're brothers. Oh, all right. And he goes, and I, I, I know there's a letter on the way from my mom, but I want to beat the letter to let her know. And let him know that. that yeah, to let him know that, <coughs> that our dad died. Of, died. Dang. And the guy goes, all right, you have 72 hours. You have three days. Which is the first, well, second major Inconsistency yeah. with true life. Yeah. So what's how's that inconsistent? Because he actually spent four months. Oh no, I I know. In Vietnam. Right. I'm not arguing that. No. At all. So that that's what I'm saying. Like the movie said three days. Well, the movie said he had three days to make it back to the ship. Right. And he Maybe. doesn't. Well, no, because the ship leaves early. Right. So that's not inconsistency. He just stuck without a. He just got boat. fucking left on his ass. And then was stuck there for four months. But originally, originally he in his head he was gonna. Original, okay, so that's fair. Originally, he may have been given seventy-two hours. Right, it turned into four months. Right, okay, okay. Well, still, but still, so we agree on that. We're not arguing on that fact. Right. So gets off the boat January nineteenth, nineteen sixty-eight, and promptly hand hands out his first beer. To Tom Collins from his neighborhood. Yep, who was an MP. Yeah. And he gets off the boat, and he's... In the movie, you kind of see it. And I'm sure in real life, it was the same thing. He gets off the boat and was like, fuck. What am I doing? How, how am I even going to find anybody? And he happens to remember he was given a picture to give to his... The guy Tom from the block... And his mom said, I wrote it on the back. He's in the 127th MP MP division. Right. So he gets off the boat and happens to walk past some MPs. And he goes, you with the 127th? Yeah. Do you know so-and-so? Why are you asking? I brought him beer from home. Shut the fuck up. They were like, what? That's fucking, no, no. Fuck you. So he opens his duffel bag. his duffel bag with 
with the beer that he apparently restocked since he drank the first six <laughs> cases. <laughs> um, he hands him each a beer and says, I'm trying to find my friend. And it becomes like the legend of legends, right? Everybody fucking knows about this now. And you gotta got a picture it. Like this dude just hopped off a boat. He's wearing like you know uh, he's wearing a plaid button-up shirt with a shirt. white t-shirt underneath it yeah. and blue jeans. Yeah. And it's like one of the like a surfer dude kind of shirt. You right. It's I mean? like very the very thin yeah. fabric with like the snap buttons, yeah. not even the feed yeah. through buttons. No you know? military shit. And these guys go, Oh shit, we know him. Hang out. We'll take you to him at the end of our Reno. So they take him in there and they're fucking drinking. And the CO comes in. The, yeah, it comes in. Passed. Yeah, because they're all fucking drinking and they got to be up in the morning. And Sorry my life. Until he realizes, you know, and, until they explain and then he sees Chicky sitting there. Mm-hmm. And asks him if it's true, and then he goes, you know, the fact that he actually traveled over to smuggle these boys in beer, yeah. and then the CEO goes, mm-hmm. as you were, as you were, and turns around and walks out. And, so I and, mean, and Chicky goes, "What was that?" And they were like, uh, "We don't know." They, <laughs> no, they think uh, you're with the CIA, or you're a tourist, is what they called him, like tourist. And he was like, "What? Why would he think that?" And the one guy goes. Who 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 would be fucking dumb enough to show up to Vietnam with a duffel bag of beer to give to their friends? <laughs> this guy. So you've got a good point. Wait, he actually out. used this. I need a podcast timeout here. Alright. This is all a movie, you guys. This no, is, but it's movie. real life. Real life. Okay. The only reason we know it's about it is because we watched piece. the movie. Yes. What is the name of the movie? The, the greatest, greatest beer, beer run, run ever. ever. Okay, okay. It's, right. It's, yeah, it's As you were. As you were. Pause back in. Unpause. Um. No, time out. Uh, untime out. Time out. So. Um. <laughs> so then they plan how he can get to the next kid. Never heard of this. Oh, yeah, watch no it, idea oh, oh, oh. Oh, I have an interesting little side note about everybody thinking he was CIA. He credits his mustache for being able to pull that off. Because the military don't have facial hair. Well, at least not back then. Direct quote. Interesting. So, but there were a few times that they pressured him hard enough that he had to reveal that he was a merchant mariner. Um, But, and again, a direct quote here. Most of them didn't even know what that term meant. So they just left me alone. Yeah. So in, it in was the movie. He runs into another guy. Right, a tourist. See, you know, uh, mustache, yeah. your facial hair, people. It'll get you far in the world. That's right. That's right. Unfortunately, mine only gets me accused of being Santa Claus. Um. So they plan out the trip. That ain't the beard, brother. It's listen, how joyous you are. Listen. No, no, no. I want you. I'm this gonna, is. This is. Um, Body by pasta. <laughs> that is prime Canadian rib right there. That's right. Listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably the only person in the world that became a vegetarian and gained 40 pounds. <laughs> because 
in my world, as long as it wasn't meat, it didn't count, right? So I'd get a fucking craving and come downstairs and have three peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at 2.30 in the morning to hide the fact that I really wasn't full from the fucking broccoli. It is what it is. So, if you're ever going to become a vegetarian... That's what I'm concerned with. Oh, it's only strawberry. All right. Um, fuck that grape shit. Yeah, what about the mixed berry? I don't know what that is. Fucking Neither. idiots. Is that some kind of fucking cereal? No, it's Smucker's Jam. No, never heard of it. So anyway, oh, yeah, I've had that like in the little squares in mm-hmm. restaurants. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Mixed berry. Mixed berry. Okay, that's not what I thought you said at all. No. So I thought you said niche. Yeah, that's what I thought he said, Joe. All, right. all right. I'm glad that we're on the same page. Yeah. Because he's fucking mumbling at this point. I had I had mixed berry. You never had mixed berry. <laughs> You know why? You know why you're talking fucking weird? Because you had that scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Off the islands of... I, Jura. 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 I champ drank that, too. I didn't yeah, baby yeah, it. I mean, it was impressive. I, I kind of <laughs> thought... I thought we were about to look at my... Your experience was going to turn into my experience <laughs> with pirate rum. Oh. Oh. In the urinal. Mm-hmm. Mike. Hey. In my world, that's pretty fucking skillful. Right? You go to the bathroom and take a piss in the urinal. And double down on the, the pirate fucking rum hits right about that. <clears throat> Actually, I'm pretty sure and that... all your chips and dip go no, in no, the no, urinal no. as well. Listen, listen, I'm pretty sure the pirate rum hit before the piss did, but as soon as he hit the bathroom, he got distracted. That's Because right. he legitimately got up from the bar like this. Just... I was like, they're like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm out. You know that quick ass walk like I need to get there now? Yeah. Not a word said. Yeah. And it wasn't from Taco Bell, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so he goes out to see his next buddy. And he's like in a war zone. The next buddy is like in a full-fledged war zone. So the only way to get there is to catch a plane to an air base. And then from the airbase, you need a chopper. So he walks in to where he gets gets up in the morning, leaves his buddy. His buddy goes, you need to get the fuck out of here. And he goes, well, I'm working on I'm trying to get up there to see my next buddy. He goes, no, no, no. No, no, no. You don't understand what it's like here right now. You just need to get the fuck back on your boat and get the hell out of Vietnam. Because I'm working on it, dude. I'm working on it. I got, I got... People from the hood, I gotta get these beers to. So he walks into the office, and they're you know they're arranging plane transport, and he goes, "I need to get to uh, landing base, Jane." And he goes, "Okay, well we got you know we got a plane leaving here in a minute." And he goes, "What's your rank?" He goes, um, "I'm not active in the military right now." You're a civilian. He goes, if I told you, you wouldn't believe me, was his number one answer. If I told you why I was here, you'd not believe me. I need to talk to your sergeant. The guy comes out, looks at him, 
sees how he's dressed and goes. You have whatever you want. Looks over at the, the private and goes, why the fuck are you bothering me? Get him wherever he needs to go. So he hops on a plane. <laughs> and then when he gets off the plane, a guy meets him and says, Hey, you know, I've always I've always wanted wanted to be in the CIA. Can you put a good word in for me? And he's like, Well, I mean, can you help me out? Oh no, I've already got you taken care of. There's a chopper leaving in an hour. Although he take you right where you need to go. Um, up even up until this day, because he is still alive and well, ass, ass, assumingly well. I, um, but he still claims to this day that the letter CIA never came off of his own lips, just everybody else's. And I would believe that because yep. even when you watched the movie, you know he was involved in that movie. Oh, very, very much that. so. Like they would very call him so. and say. We're filming this. Like, Efron actually contacted yeah. him the most and said, Hey, when this was happening, were you, like, feeling this? Or were you yeah. feeling that? Or were you feeling a little bit of this and yeah. a little bit of that? Or what? Yeah. So, you know, you, you got to give Efron, you know, props for being as thorough as he could for the role. He's always going to be a wildcat to me, Tom. No, he's always going to be a frat boy neighbor to me. That's fair. <coughs> Mike took a big boy sip of his uh, caramel whiskey. Oh, how the fuck did we drink this? <clears throat> uh, on rocks, and we we were like we were drunk before we we had to have been fucking plastered before. Well, we yeah, we were this. we were quite a few uh, uh, blipses and shits. It, and, uh, I, I'm thinking this must have been a wine night before. It had to have been. I told you this shit. I bought this shit one time. And yeah. uh, I don't mind it. I, I'm a, I'm a. Whew. I mean, I, I'm not gonna stop, but I'm just saying. I watch you drink that fuck? rock gut. Yeah, yeah. Scotch. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's nothing upsetting. There's about nothing upsetting. You. You're gonna drink freaking. Oh yeah, Tom used to be an old iron gut. Yeah, well, yeah, used to be. <laughs> no, I'm much. He brings stuff here like that fucking scotch. Oh, this is fucking good. I take a sip and I'm like... <coughs> no, I said it was good after you take like four or five big sips mm. and then your shit's too numb I'm to like, notice. This ain't happening, man. We ain't finishing this. Unless you're drinking it all, it, it ain't happening. Did we ever finish the devil's cut I brought either? No, the, well, it's not technically devil's cut anymore because remember I grabbed every one of my gym beams and dumped it in there. Right. Because fucking shaggy left half shots into like four or five bottles. <laughs> that, that shaggy, that son of a biscuit threw me under the bus. And I said, dude, were you and your friends drinking this? No. And I said, well, look, I can tell you that it wasn't fucking me because I never leave a bottle with like half a shot. That's going somewhere. It's not, it, you, that's not a save for later quantity. That's yeah. a powerhouse through it thing. Real quick side note. We're, you guys are discussing moments. I remember being a teenager sneaking in a woman had this liquor cabinet. Okay. Right? And she locked it up so you couldn't get access to it. But once in a while, there was access to it. Okay. So you fill up a cup of them. Two shots of this, four shots of that, two shots of that. And after a handful of times of doing this, and we're all drinking, drinking this stuff. This is delicious kind of thing, you know, but it's... 
some variety of rums and tequilas. Yeah. It's the worst thing Blanches. ever in the world, but it is punching you right in the face with the alcohol content. So you're like, this so is the best shit ever. After years of doing this, and the ball is getting lower and lower and lower, we got to the point where we just filled them back up with water. So I have. Years went by, my mom said, do you want all this liquor in this cabinet? I said, no, nah, I don't drink that much. No, and they're so watered down. <laughs> they all had about one shot left in them when we refilled them. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Nope, that's not it. I never. I have. Like that brown whiskey should be brown. Yeah. It's kind of like. Caramel? Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in my liquor area. Um. Is that your crotch? <laughs> I'm playing that card might be yours. <laughs> to our pre-recorded uh, conversation yeah. where yeah. usually you have to pay extra for that. That's right. Um, so I, I said to my mom, because she was coming yeah, out the one she weekend. Rocks her, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's my magic eight ball? No pockets um, in these pants, sorry. So oh, my mom was like, hey, we're coming out, you need anything? I said, I don't know, just like, why don't you grab me a couple bottles of alcohol or whatever that are at home, because I know you guys don't like entertain anymore. Oh, okay. She shows up, and I, I feel like my sister fucking did this, but she shows up with this bottle of Absolute, and that was the bottle that we would always refill. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, here, I brought you this rum, and then, yeah, I brought you the Stephanie said you would like this vodka. And I said, oh, all right. So I, I said to my sister, I said, oh, my God, this is great. How'd you know I love Absolute? We should do a shot together. <laughs> Let's just say it was like vodka esque. Esque. It was all water. My dad could never figure out like none of none of us would ever drink that. Like when he'd be making drinks, he'd be like, oh, no, no, not the absolute. Um. So, anyways, he fucking catches a chopper. People are assuming he's. With, with the agency that he's a tourist and um, gets up to his second buddy and it's in a freaking war zone and uh, well I'm so, it it take her it, it con I'm Quai non Q-U-I-N-H-O-N okay that's not the one I was that's thinking the first one. one hold on and then he went to the Asu Valley And he was there during the Battle of Quezon, but that's a little bit later. That? That's kind of the end. Is that the one? That's the one in, in, in Saigon. What? Yes, okay, that's the one okay. I'm thinking of. Yeah, so, um, I'm trying to think what the, who, was it Kevin or Rick that he went up to? Who snapped out on us yeah. for being there because yeah. they called him back from the middle was, of an ambush? He was out on the f freaking front, like, of the base, like, on perimeter duty. And he, In a firefight. Yeah. He comes off a helicopter, walks into the freaking CEO's little bunker, and says, I'm here to see so-and-so. Well, he's, he's out right now. Why? Well, I, I don't care. I can't wait. I need to see him. 
So they call this dude back, and he, you can, and, and again, a lot of this is based on the movie. Because let's be honest, like besides like the little blip that Tom heard from you know from hanging out with his people, we don't know a dude who's doing right. This. But on the what, movie, my dad's show, people. Yeah, that's what I mean. <coughs> and uh, but they show, on the movie, and we're assuming it's semi-accurate. This dude's running back to the the, the CEO's headquarters, like. Ducking and diving. He's doing the five Gs. You know, dodge, dip, duck, yep. dive, and dodge. No, dodge. Dip. Anyway. Dive and dodge twice. We probably well, do- he does say dodge twice in the movie. Yeah. And we're not talking about the movie Dodgeball, mm. but dodge, dip, I mean, if dive. you can, if you can oh, dodge, dodge a wrench, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge, dodge a bullet. Ball. If you can dodge traffic. Mm. So... They show it, and he's, like, jumping behind all this shit, and there's people, you know, the, the North Vietnamese are shooting and blah, blah, blah. He walks back into the CEO's tent. Sees Chicky sitting there. Yeah, and he goes, dude, I brought you a beer, and he fucking loses it. The fuck? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? This is an active war zone. Are you out of your freaking mind? Like, and the, and the CEO goes, wait. You're not from the CIA? No, he's from the fucking neighborhood I grew up in. He's my fucking next door neighbor. So, um... Um, So he says... Now, this part is true. I know, but hold on. We're going to stop and save here. Wait, wait. I have four jokes, so we should do one terrible Tuesday with Tom. He's got four jokes today. Who the fuck told you you were allowed to show up here with four fucking... I couldn't pick... I couldn't Friday. pick. I know. I, well, you I, I couldn't pick, so I was actually going to have you go over them and, and um, uh, tell me which two I was allowed to say because they're pretty uh, bad. Oh and boy. yes, the witch is so sitting over there saying blah, 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 blah. Instead of terrible Tuesdays with Tom. Freaky Fridays. <laughs> no. Fucked up Fridays this Funky week. Funky Fridays with. Fucking Tom. Fucking. <laughs> Fucking farm. Fucking farm. Fucking farm. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> wow, he Sorry, Kurt. That was an accident. <laughs> hey, Kurt. I forgot I have to listen to the whole joke first. <laughs> What's the worst thing a sibling can steal from you? What's that, Tom? Your virginity. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we did not mean to offend the whole state of West Virginia. Or the Amish community. Or, yeah, or the Amish. Um, they wouldn't hear us anyways. <laughs> no, but the Mennonites wouldn't. They talk. Yeah, they're friends still. That's what they tell you. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, you know, Becky, the last time a woman saw Mike naked, she ran out of the park screaming. Oh, yeah, why is that? Do I really have to explain why? <laughs> that was the whole joke? Because that was a terrible joke. That's a boo. I was like, what's the first line? You know, he was flashing. Stop. Anywho. Fuck y'all. This one better be better than the first two times. No, no, Tom, you're done. That's it. You I got, saved the best one, you, though. You've got to wait now till we, till we get to our next fucking unfunny fucking farm jokes. The first one... I mean, it was awful, but like it was terrible in the good way. Yeah, yeah, 
awful in the good way. All right, that's fair. So we're gonna we're gonna stop. We're gonna pause. Uh, we love you. Be kind to each other. Yeah, we're not done though. We'll be right back. Uh, hopefully things go well. The saves and I and we can start getting these published. And I don't feel like I'm wasting fifty bucks a month on this podcast. Hey, and my 